0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. And there's the encoder,
1: and you are live. Hi, guys. Welcome back to a new episode of Trash Pandas. We took a little hiatus, and so we'll just call this season three (laughs) of, of Trash Pandas. So... Um, we're going to jump right into it. Cause we have a lot to cover tonight. We have like about five episodes of 90 day fiance to catch up on. I know we took quite a bit, but you know, we're back, we're ready to go. And we're so excited to have you guys back with us. So please like, and share and comment, talk with us. We would love to hear your feedback. We know that you guys are watching these shows too, and let's jump right into it. So Lindsay, what have you been watching? <sighs>
0: So, um, I have been watching so much television lately (laughs) because I was kind of down and out for a while. So, um, I like totally hesitantly watched Bridgerton, um, (laughs) on
1: Netflix. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard so many good things and I really want to. Okay. So
0: so I'm a huge fan of like period pieces to begin with. I'm not a huge fan of Shonda Rhimes stuff, and I know mm-hmm. like I'm gonna get flack for that, but like I just am not. It's very like soap opera y to me, and I just don't like that. Um, however, I thought Bridgerton was really good. I feel like I don't know how I feel about the main actress. Okay, I still don't know how I feel about her after it's been done. Um, she, well, she's just so young looking. I don't know. It's you have to watch it and tell me what you think. Okay, about so is her. that
1: like an issue with like the character she plays? Kind is that of. She looks so yeah. Young
0: okay. Uh, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's supposed to be like a woman or a girl, a girl coming into womanhood. Okay. Um, and there, don't watch this show with like your parents or like if you are a parent don't watch it with like your teenagers there's a lot of sex in this show (laughs) like all of that so like when you try and watch uh, true blood with your mom and you're
1: just like please
0: don't yeah like so warning don't do that (laughs) um but it was interesting it kept my attention I it, it was it was pretty good it was pretty good okay we'll see I don't know like maybe if there's another season it will really sell me on it um And then I watched Night Stalker, the documentary on um, Netflix about serial killer Richard Ramirez, who terrorized Los Angeles in the late 70s, early 80s. Um, I think Richard Ramirez is so terrifying. He's always been one of, like, what I think is one of the scariest serial killers because he really didn't discern who his victims were, it was just like whoever crossed his path, um, or like whoever presented an opportunity. Um, so that was really, I thought that was really good. I thought it was done really well. I love the story of how he's captured. We actually are going to cover this, um, next Friday. So if you're interested in, um, joining that conversation with us, go watch Night Stalker this week on Netflix. I recommend it. What about you? Okay.
1: So yes, I have been watching a lot of stuff. There's a new season of RuPaul's Drag Race. And if you know anything about me, you know that I love me some drag queens. Mm, And so it started off a little bit iffy for me, like they're doing some new stuff. And I understand that, you know, because after, what is it? Season 13 now, after 13 seasons, you know, you got to like spice it up a little bit. Um, I was like a little bit iffy about some of the Queens on there, but it has turned out to be a pretty good season so far. I'm really excited to see some of the Queens like make it through and see what they have to offer. Their looks were on point. And, you know, after 13 seasons, I feel like some of the girls could probably use a little like pick me up on the stuff that they're doing. So, but that's just my opinion. I also watched a new movie called um, Oh crap! I just had it in my head. <laughs> um, Promising young women.
0: <gasps> oh, I wanted to. Or oh, young that. woman.
1: Yeah, it was actually really good. Really? Yes. And I watched it with my boyfriend, and he was kind of like eh, at first. And at the end of it, we were both like, "That was a really good movie." So Ooh, I want to check that. Out. Yeah, I, I'm not going to give anything away because kind of like everything has a purpose in the movie so I don't want to give too much away but um it's basically this girl and her like best friend um was like raped and so she is trying to take revenge on some of the people that raped her and I'm not going to do much more than that but it's actually very very interesting very cool to watch the entire thing and I really liked it we both really liked it Other than that, I've kind of just been, like, watching some of my old favorites. I know that uh, Lindsay started watching Broad City and finished it in, like, a day.
0: (laughs) I've watched it three times through now.
1: And that's, like, one of my favorites, and we didn't have a chance to talk about it. So, she is definitely, like, on board, (laughs) and it took a while to get her to watch it, but once she did, like, the first episode, she was, like,
0: cracking up. I think the second episode, when Abby's at the dentist's office. Yeah. I couldn't breathe. Like I could not. It was literally like. I was like screaming, (laughs) laughing. Like screaming, laughing. So if you have not watched
1: Broad City, (laughs) please watch it. And if you have, watch it again. Because it's totally a rewatchable, funny every time you see something new
0: every time. Um, Watch that. I went to visit my grandparents up at their place Mm -hmm. uh, over like my winter break. and. I played Brock City for them. Oh it's like <laughs> totally not a grandma and grandpa show, but my grandparents really thought it was hilarious. Um <laughs> probably don't watch it with your
1: grandparents. It's it's a great show. It's so <laughs> it's funny. So funny. These, these girls are so clever. It sucks that it's actually done that because makes me they so decided sad. to be done with it. But
0: yeah. It's so, so worth it. So it's like good. one of my
1: favorite shows ever. Yeah. Definitely. Um, other than that, I haven't really been watching anything too crazy. I've been really busy. I know that like uh, bars and stuff are about to be opening back up. So, you know, uh, we've been prepping for that um, at the bar that I'm working at and everything. So it's just been pretty intense. But I've been really happy to like have some time off to like catch up on some shows that i haven't watched in a long time or new shows and new seasons of things that are coming out which i was really concerned about you know mm-hmm. in the very beginning of covid whether or not they were going to be releasing new seasons of things and they are so yeah. i'm all about that um that being said do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get right into it
0: nope yep. okay well then let's go all right um, do we want to talk about Natalie and Mike first sure or should we save them? Because they are probably the most interesting couple at this point. Okay. Um, let's go to our newest um we have not had a chance to talk about her yet because she wasn't introduced until like the third episode. Oh yeah, okay. Stephanie, fifty-two from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, please don't rep Michigan if you're this woman. I know, like <laughs> I do not want to see more of. You. I know, and like the her the accent, the her the way La- <laughs> she, Lauren does a perfect impression of her my problem <laughs> is that she has like that weird like thing that like when women get older you know we know that like your voice changes as you grow up and stuff and that's totally fine but she has like this like cadence or something when she's talking and it's like an old woman thing where they're just like this is
0: crazy no and, god, like damn
1: <laughs> god damn it god damn it she's like she, <laughs> She almost sounds like Stifler's mom or like the same actress God, that damn it. It. Damn it. <laughs> she sounds like the Stifler's mom or the same act- actress when she's doing um, legally, blonde. legally blonde. And she's just like, I'm taking the
0: duo. <laughs> and that's exactly how this woman sounds. So she when we meet her, she's hula hooping in her living room and she has on like these goggles, these glasses that like reset your circadian rhythm so like because she's trying to she's gonna break a Guinness world record for hula hooping yeah she's which is like not a hundred hours yeah. or some shit like so um she <laughs> she has this cat this haggard old cat I feel so bad for this. This cat is like literally on its ninth, its tenth life probably. Seriously. It is its 12th life. It's it's like back from the dead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like totally pet cemetery. You know, like this cat comes back and you like look at it, just look at it. And it's like, but the way she can't <laughs> <Get> me out. <laughs>
0: It's like fur is all like weird.
1: (laughs) I feel bad like laughing at this cat because I'm like of all the things to laugh at, this cat is like not the one. The cats
0: are just funny and like you can like this cat is just like. Just it looks
1: like it's ready to go. It's holding on. It's holding on for that last key lime yogurt. (laughs) She feeds that key
0: lime (laughs) yogurt. And she, like, talks to him. She's, like, she's like, Key Lime is your favorite. <laughs> you love that, don't you? <laughs> so I wrote, she's like, for anyone who watches The Office, she's like Angela's sister from The Office, but, like, kind of like her hippie sister from The Office. Um So she is actually surprisingly a very successful business owner. She owns, um, skin envy. It's like a medical spa. Um, it's basically like Botox. Yeah. It's, it's weight loss. She specializes
1: in weight loss and like, and beauty, you know, like Botox lip injections, that kind of
0: stuff. So she said that she like poured herself into her businesses and that's why she never got married or had children. Um, And she also had, like, a rough upbringing. Yeah, her dad was bipolar. And so... I guess that was, like, emotionally draining for a child, which I'm sure that's true.
1: Well, I remember her saying something that was, like, it's really hard to, like, wake up every day and you wonder, like, is he going to be, like, love me today today, or is he going to be, like, hate me and not want to be around me? Yeah. And I'm sure, like, I didn't grow up that way, but I'm sure that that's extremely difficult. So I understand that. And, you know, I don't have any... Anything
0: really to say about that other than she also just said like that's maybe one of the reasons she or she said that was a reason she chose not to have children. Mm -hmm. Um, so she is um engaged to Ryan, who is 27, um from Ladyville, Belize. Um, she met him while she was vacationing in Belize, and like the first, she she says like he caught my eye on the beach his his hair. Blowing in the wind. It's and literally I, an afro. I mean it's like that's not really like blowing in the wind.
1: Well, I expected like they were about to show the picture and I expected like this Fabio yeah. looking, you know, like just like his hair just like blowing in the breeze. <laughs> And then it's like they show him and it's like his hair is like maybe like this long and like it's it moves right, like a single he, unit. You yeah, know, like, like
0: it <laughs> does he's he doesn't have like long hair to be blowing. Right. Like right, yeah, absolutely. So, so that it was just really interesting that she was like that his was, hair like, was
1: blowing right in and she's
0: like, that's the thing that caught her eye. I'm like that. Of all the things. Of all the things. Of all the things. Like It's not like he's an unt- no, attractive guy. No, that's not like, you, not his smile. He's not got, his got a nice ab, smile. He's not got, his, got a nice body. Yeah, yeah like, like, the
1: fact that he lives in a fucking beautiful paradise. Right. Like, none of that. Just his single unit hair. <laughs> so. <laughs> Shifting in the wind. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> oh my god. So, um, Yeah, so she met him while she was vacationing. The first time, they didn't, like, start dating. And then she began to go visit him. And then that's when they, like, started a relationship. Um, The first time we see her, she is, like, she can't get a hold of him and, like, is trying to call him incessantly and is wondering where he is. And when she can't get a hold of him, she calls his mom. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's older than. Yes. Older she's th- older yeah. than his mother. Yeah. Um, so I wrote that calls his mom Dorla, um, that she's older than to get tabs on her man. Um, so then eventually we found out that like they have major trust issues, like sh- he's talked to other women while they've been together. Um and then Come to find out, one time when she was in Belize visiting him, they got into, like, a huge blowout fight. She thought the relationship was over with. And then his cousin, Harris, called her, went to her hotel, and they slept together. And That
1: was the highlight of 90 Day Fiance for me. Ryan doesn't know. That is, like, the most... First of all, they told us that so close yeah so close that I'm like that can't be the only thing yeah because we know that yeah after two episodes of her being on we know that and usually they wait until the very very last moment to tell people their big secret and I know that she hasn't told him that but they revealed it to us which normally they don't reveal it to us until the same time that they reveal it to them so sometimes, well, yeah, sometimes just, like, they do. The I feel like up. normally it's like, well, I mean, cause yeah, with like Rebecca and everything, but it's just like, this was like such a big bombshell that I was like, I'm surprised that she's like mentioning it so early on. Also that she doesn't really mention it again.
0: Yeah. She keeps it a secret. Um, what I just like, once he finds out he's going to be done, don't you think? I would assume. I mean he unless he's just really truly using her for the money. And that could be a thing too. And speaking of money. Yeah, speaking of money. Um, so <laughs> so <laughs> she has a friend who has a resort in Belize, and she got this friend to hire Ryan at the resort under the the uh stipulation that she is going to be paying his wages because he couldn't afford to hire ryan so he's working at this resort for her friend and she's paying ryan's wages he doesn't know that
1: that is so bizarre that is super bizarre it's like he first of all do you think he can't get a job on his own
0: i don't know that
1: you would just be like okay i'm gonna I go ahead and have somebody hire him. Yeah. And then on top of that, like it's weird to me that she would even do that because she mentions that she has paid um anywhere from like 8 to like $1400 a month and to help him especially during COVID, but then because of COVID, now she's pay- helping the entire family. So, I want to know because she didn't really say whether or not the money that she's been like paying in was the same as the money that she pays for his wages, or if it's two, I think two numbers. separate numbers. Yeah, I, think, it I is. think so too, because that wouldn't make sense, right? That it wouldn't be. But I was like, that's crazy to me yeah. that you know she's spending all this money and is not telling him, like, hey, I'm the one paying your wages, or hey, I'm the one that basically forced my friend to hire you right you know and at some point too and i i just like thought about this like a couple of days ago i was like at some point the dude that she has, or a friend girl whatever that she has that owns the resort
0: mm-hmm.
1: if she said okay i'm gonna stop paying the wages would they hire him anyway because he's such a good worker or something like that you know what i mean like I'm curious to see if that's like something that they're just like, we're going to keep on doing this as long as you're willing to pay for him. Or if they're like, oh, he's actually such a good worker that we would have hired him anyway. The
0: unfortunate thing is that because of COVID, tourism is like way down nothing. So it's like, they probably couldn't afford to keep him. You know what I mean?
1: But if they had to Mm -hmm. like get rid of somebody who was a shittier worker than him. Yeah. And then keep him, would they, you know, that's like one thing that I just thought about. So.
0: I'm curious about that. All right, we have um let's do Rebecca and Zia 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 Zia. Okay, so um basically nothing much happens. Like he arrives in America, she gets an an uh, apartment for the two of them. The apartment is in the building where she used to live with her ex-husband, and now she thinks, like, this is a... This is drama or something. Like, I'm... like, Who gives a shit? Right. I don't know. Of, like, all the things you could be anxious and worried about, like, why do you care She's about She's so desperate to tell him, too, which is,
1: like, it's really bizarre really to me. Like, why are yeah. you... Like, that's your big... You know, maybe because, like, in order to be on Night Fiance, you have to have... Some crazy Some thing that you have not told them, and like TLC, come on. This is the thing that you were like, Okay, you're on, right? Because you didn't tell him that you live in the same building that you lived in with your ex husband, yeah. It's a really lame. Story what a weird, line. yeah. It's just so weird, and like they they drug it out so much. Like the first they three, still episodes... still are dragging it out. Oh yeah, like she absolutely. Still hasn't told the first three that. episodes is just him like packing to come to America, yeah. and then finally like coming here, and then it's just like how like it was just like anticlimactic. It didn't really have any kind of like real value to the show. I almost wish that they would have brought what's her name, Stephanie. Mm -hmm. I almost wish that they would have brought Stephanie on sooner and gotten rid of the Rebecca story story Mm storyline, you know, and had that go in three
0: days later because like this shit is fucking stupid. It is really stupid. So they pick up or her, her daughter and her daughter's boyfriend go to pick up Ziad at the airport. Um, They go out to eat, even though poor Ziad is like so tired From Like this is what like the 90 day people like what don't you understand that like when people travel around the world it makes them tired like probably all they want to do when they get to their destination is take a shower and go to freaking bed Mm -hmm. like do not plan things maybe fuck I mean but then but but like go to bed (laughs) right shower don't you you don't need to go out to eat like pick up mcdonald's on the way home Mm -hmm. let the person shower let them go to bed and then start your life together um but they go out to eat and uh which he seems reluctant to do anyway yeah and the boyfriend and the daughter like grill him because they apparently think that since he is arabic that he's going to do the same thing to her that her ex did.
1: And I think that you and I were talking about that a little bit earlier today, where it was like Americans just kind of assume that everyone wants to come to America and that there's no other places right. in the world that, that are like, right something that people would want to go to or move right. to, right. you know,
0: which is, Bizarre to me, too. It's like, just,
1: seriously, like, it's, get that, over yourself.
0: it's that American exceptionalism. Like, yeah, it's like, get over yourselves. Like, he has a whole family, he has a whole nice life where he he has friends, from. he has family, right. like, you know, like, He's there's people giving that all he cares that about, up. right? He's not using her for a green card. Um. So, anyways, uh, they get back to the apartment, and she thinks that Ziad is not acting like his normal, normal self. She is so incredibly insecure. It's really annoying. It drains my energy just watching it. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. So, and I'm just wrote, probably because he's fucking tired. Like get all jet lag is a real thing. And
1: when you're traveling 16 to 24 hours at a time, like that is not fun. Nobody is like, I can't wait to do that. Right. You know? And when you get here, you're kind of just like, I just want to eat something as fast as possible, go to bed and like, It's like a constant in 90 Day Fiancé. Yeah, and
0: think about like how overwhelming it is for them to like be in a new country. Like they probably have like sensory overload. Like I just need to turn off my brain. I need to go to sleep. Like just let them go to sleep. I
1: almost like understand at the same time from like an American's, you know, uh, perspective. Where like, you're just so excited to have someone here that you want to show them all these things and you want to do all these things. You want to, you want to be part of all these things and be like, Oh, you know, like, look at all the shit that we have. Let them sleep first. But yeah. Let them like take a fucking nap. I just want to take a damn nap. I would be
0: grouchy AI. Listen, I'm not even traveling ever. And I want to take a nap. And I need a nap. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. I want to take a nap two times. Yeah. All right. Um, Yara and Jovi. Um, oh, this is the part. So they go furniture shopping. Oh my God. She, okay. The
1: furniture <laughs> salesperson is literally the equivalent to the, uh, interpreter in 90 day fiance the other way. Yeah. Because he was the shit. And then this girl literally calls out Jovi for being a douche <laughs> the entire time. And she is not even trying to hide it. She's at first because of it, I thought that maybe she knew him. Yeah, yeah. It was like friends with him. It almost seemed like And I was like, way. oh, okay. You know, like yeah. she's like calling him out because they're buddies. Because and then you find out very quickly that they're not.
0: So Yara starts seeing like a bunch of stuff she likes besides like what they went there for. And Jovi starts just acting immediately like a little brat. And the saleswoman is like, You need a Snickers or something? <laughs>
1: It's just so hungry. Why wait? Yeah.
0: So then, um, they go to like one of the confessionals with like Yara and Jovi, and Yara says that Jovi has swamp taste. Um, so that's (laughs) so that's why she wants to replace all of his stuff. I love Yara. Yeah, I like Yara a lot. Um, so Jovi says, oh. So, Jovi's still being a little brat in the uh, furniture store, and Jovi says to Yara, learn your English. And the saleswoman berates him for saying that. She's like, There is no excuse for saying that. None. Like, she Agreed. is not taking any of Jovi's furniture. Thanks, shit. furniture lady. I right. love you. Right. So, Jovi proceeds to act like a huge baby, saying, I don't like this rug. I'm not putting it in my apartment. And then the sales lady says he needs to go to apologize to Yara. So she's acting
1: Well, uh, she's Yara is obviously upset for a reason because like saying something like, Oh, it's my apartment, right? She's like reacting the same way that anybody else would, where it's like, this is our apartment. Right, right. And anytime that you say it's mine or it's right, you know, you're like giving that like possession to just one person. The power move. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so fucked that yeah. he does that because I just want I, I want to hug her and be like, go home. Yeah. Like you or
0: find anyone else here. Right. You know, this guy is not the guy. Yeah, he's not very nice. So eventually Jovi concedes and Yara gets the rug that she wants. Um, so Jovi works in a field where he's like gone for four weeks at a time and then he's home for four weeks at a time. So he's getting ready to leave for four weeks and they go out to like have a nice dinner before he leaves. And they are talking about like starting a family and, um, basically she says like, I'm not okay with starting a family right now because you're gone and I don't have my mom here. I don't have my friends here. And then you're going to leave me. Like, I don't like, I don't think we're ready for that right now. So Yara then reveals that she lost the baby when they were in Europe. And when she had to undergo an operation, he left her to go to work um,
1: in another country.
0: Yeah. And, and she had, not in her, country. Not in her so country they were in
1: albania a different country from either of them being able to like
0: actually right. do anything and she had lost her passport and then so she couldn't get home and then she ended up miscarrying like in that time frame in albania and he just left um and she's Says basically like, how can I trust you after this? And I totally, totally. agree. I would not. I don't know why. Well, she, the thing that pissed me there. off is that when she says you left, how
1: how do I trust you? You left me in another country when I lost a baby and I have to have a, a an operation. You know. And he says, well, it's not my fault. You lost your your yeah your passport. passport. Like that is not the issue. Come the fuck on, right. dude. This woman literally just lost your child right the two of you just lost a child and you leave to go back to work like right. I'm sorry but if you say hey boss i just lost my baby right and i'm out of the country right now because we have to have a surgery in order to like deal with that because my you know soon to be wife my fiance is literally from another country and we had to go to this country in order to have this surgery because she lost our child. Right. Why would you leave her there? I would not feel safe with him anymore. And I felt so bad for her. You know, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and be honest. At first, when I first met, uh, Yara, I was like, this bitch is crazy too, you know. But I automatically assumed, and I totally take responsibility for that for just thinking that she was like a blonde bimbo and that well, she, she didn't is care. bratty. She's bratty for well, sure. sure. She's bratty, yeah. But the more we see of her, the more I'm like, this girl is like legit, and she is trying to be. You know, she doesn't have her parents, she doesn't have her friends. She doesn't have anybody here with her. And she's about to be left alone for a month inside of a new country and a new home with no friends, no family. And this guy, we turns out that he left her in a very like, uh, what's the best word for this? Uh, um, Sensitive. And trying time for her, Mm -hmm. you know, and it should have been been sensitive and trying for him too, but it wasn't, but she was going through something and was going through all of the feelings that come with that. And he just dipped out on her. Yeah. That sucks. So I just think he's a piece of shit. Yeah. And she's awesome. And I love her and
0: Yara, we love you. And you should come on our show. Uh, (laughs) So there's, there's that. after Jovi leaves, Yara goes to get her nails done with one of Jovi's friends. And, um, the friend comes on and just like, tells Yara all of Jovi's dirty little secrets. Yeah. Stir in the pot. Stir in it. Um, so immediately basically tells Yara, like, Oh, like, Jovi was, like, a regular at a strip club, knew all all the strippers, (laughs) and then tells a story about how, like, a girl that he was, like, dating came back to his house and peed in his bed because she was, like, so wasted. Too drunk and and just peed or something. Which I've never done that in all the years of my blackout time
1: traveling. (laughs) I have never... Pissed my bed or anyone else's, to
0: be completely honest. Oh so it's my like God. how does that happen, first I of all? Don't know. I mean, you she must have been like Very totally drunk. incapacitated.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, anyways, so like Yara's kind of like shocked and disgusted by this. Um, but later on she ends up talking to Jovi Joby and Jovi's like, that's all in the past, like that's not who I am anymore, blah, 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 blah. So seems like that's fine whatever. She then goes to lunch with his mom and aunt. They question her. They find out that she was once previously engaged and this like shocks them and I'm like who cares? Like everybody has a past and like if she yeah, told it happened. Right. Like why are you prying so much? Like
1: well they also really want her to have like a reception, like a yeah. like a wedding reception, yeah, or something along those lines. Yeah. And Yara has made it very clear that she wants her family there if she's going to be like having a big party. Mm-hmm. So she wants to have her wedding at like Vegas. Mm-hmm. Basically she just wants to like get married, be I done love- with it and then have a Big wedding later on when she can have her family come, which I also don't think that that's fucked up. I think that that's yeah. totally a normal thing to do.
0: But they keep saying it's like it's Cajun tradition to do something for a wedding. And I'm like, bitch, what is American mean? tradition? Like, yeah, that's like American. Like, yeah, that's not a Cajun tradition. It's not like tradition. a Cajun it's like exclusive. Literally tradition.
1: American thing. Right. They also make mention of her ring and how like they, she says the mom goes, Oh, notice that she's wearing her engagement ring on her right hand yeah, and not on her left hand. And Yara says that she, the reason why she has her ring on her right hand is because when
0: you move it to your left hand, that means that you were widowed. Right. So in, yeah, in the Ukraine, if you wear your wedding ring on your left hand, that means that your husband or wife has passed, passed away. Passed on. So it makes sense that she would do that, but they did
1: like, you know, linger on that too long. And I was like, guys, just like let this woman understand that you're having two separate cultures come together and that there's going to be a way for that to happen, you know? So, so bad for her
0: um and then we see like she has like a conversation with one of her friends um on facetime and like she's complaining that she's like really tired and has no energy and she's been sleeping all the time and the friend's like are you pregnant and yara's like i better not be um so we'll see i'm sure we're gonna see the pregnancy test and oh all i'm sure that. Um, The next couple, Amira and Andrew, we can go through really quick. Basically, what happens is Andrew had come up with this scheme um, since the borders are closed to get Amira into America. So what he did was he had Amira fly to Mexico. He flew to Mexico. They were going to quarantine together for 14 days, and then they were going to pass through the border into America. Um, but what ends up happening is Amira gets to Mexico and is immediately detained. Um, and during this time, she has, like, her phone taken away from her. She can't communicate with anybody. Like, I think she had, like, maybe one phone call to her dad or something so that they knew that she yeah, was Yeah, somebody knows
1: where she's at.
0: Um And um so she's detained for three days and during this time Andrew is just like a big useless piece of shit so he's like in the resort and he's just like oh I'm so helpless like I have nothing I can't help her I can't do anything like bitch you're in a resort so you know like those people at the front desk they speak English Mm -hmm. they can help you I'm positive of it and like why aren't you contacting like the American embassy. embassy, yeah, or, or that like, doesn't make any sense. Or like the French embassy, like you can call people, you can talk to people. Like he keeps on trying to call like the airport. Yeah, or, and I'm like, don't
1: call the airport. I'm like these people don't know who the fuck you are, right. or, or you from anybody right. else? So like, why right. why are you calling them constantly?
0: But and he's to make just like, like that. he's just like such a victim, and he's such a loser. I just can't. I don't like him at, at all. Um and at first I did and then okay well like the
1: first episode I was like okay like this guy seems like a legit you know like nice guy yeah but then he became literally the nice guy where it's like oh shit yeah
0: yeah you're gonna be that guy now yeah 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 like woe is me um yeah I I don't know he's a loser so what ends up happening is. So they send Amira back. um, They send her to Denmark, I believe. You might want to check me on that. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. They send her back to Europe, um, not France. She's not home because she's staying in a hotel. She's in a hotel, yeah. Yeah. So I think they send her like back to to Denmark and then from there she'll go back to France. I I don't know what's happening, but... Um, she's out and she's like traumatized by her stay, which rightfully so, like she had no access to her phone. She was explaining like there were toilets, but no toilet paper, I couldn't shower. Obviously she doesn't, well, she doesn't speak Spanish. Um, so she's like traumatized for, about this and it's his fault. It's Andrew's fault. She did not want to do this. Her dad didn't want her to do this, so um, yeah, it's loser Andrew's fault. I'm like curious too why she was detained as well.
1: Um, They don't really touch down on that, and I would like to see like the actual. Honestly,
0: it's probably because of the pandemic, and he thought is
1: understandable, but like they just didn't really say. Like they didn't say, oh, like you know, during this time she was detained because of the pandemic. It was like she was detained. (sighs) That's it. And we're all sitting there going, like, we have no idea why. Yeah. You know, like did you have an explosive on your shit? Yeah. Like <laughs> were you like you know what I mean? Like what were you doing it, that you
0: were detained? I assume it's pandemic related. I'm sure it
1: is. But it's like, why even have flights go there from France if you're just gonna detain everyone? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I- What's the point of that? So there's I feel like there's got to be something that like maybe they like found in her shit that was like not necessarily anything of interest but they just were like hey we have to hold on to you. I have no idea, but I just feel like if they were going to detain everyone then why would they even allow the flights to come through? Well, you know I mean?
0: because there could have been like maybe people that had like Special access or something like that. No, totally. Like, I don't know.
1: I don't know. Well, and that's the thing is like, I would just like to know, yeah, like what was the reasoning for detaining her to begin with?
0: All right, Hazel and Tariq. So, on her first day, he takes her to breakfast and then he takes her to the non church church that he goes to. (laughs) So, it's like a meditation center that's open to all like ideologies and non believers to go and like meditate and. Feel spiritual or something. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Feel spiritual or something. They take a tour. <laughs> they take a tour and see a bench that <laughs> the founder, Edgar Casey would lay on. And he would sleep on it and tune into people at a distance. The weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever
1: heard. And listen, I used to go and protest like Scientology. Sorry, Scientologists. But... I used to go and protest Scientology and I would go and like learn about different things that people were doing and like whatever, but this was so weird. He takes them, he takes her to that, that place. And they're like, Oh yeah, you know, this is a bench that he used to rest on. And I'm like, why the hell are we looking at this bench that somebody used to nap on? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Somebody used to feed the birds in this park. (laughs) Like here. Come look at this bench. So he
0: says that like Edgar Casey is like the most documented psychic of all time. Like whatever the hell that never heard of him. Right. Um Tariq is impressed. Pressed by the giant crystal in the corner, so like they have a huge, huge crystal rock. Where's like, the John Edwards bench
1: it, it, in the corner? You know what I mean? No, like where's the Teresa where's Ms. fucking Miss Cleo? Yeah, where's Miss Cleo? <laughs> where's the Teresa Caputo bench? I want to um, know where the fuck she's. <sighs> at. I love Teresa Caputo. Same, but like where's her bench because God, she's she pretty. Document. I've never heard of this guy, but <laughs> John
0: Edwards I've heard of, and Teresa Caputo. Mm-hmm. i've heard of her so um so after viewing it hazel's not sold remember hazel comes from a very religious um family they're like pentecostal christians her church is very intense if you yeah, can remember like to speaking in tongues speaking type. in tongues crying fainting yeah all of all of that yeah very uncomfortable um (laughs) so (laughs) so Hazel's not sold on this place because she does want to get married in a church although there is a really big crystal that he really wants to yeah yeah so um Hazel finally meets Tariq's daughter Ari who is seven years old and she is um autistic Um, and they, their meeting was so cute. Like they had an immediate connection. Um, like Ari, like. Let Hazel pick her up and hug her. As soon as she saw her, she said, "Hazel, yeah, she knew who she was. Yeah, you know,
1: she was like completely aware of like Mm -hmm. their relationship. I felt like that was a very sweet moment. It was
0: very very cute. They had a very cute connection. And then like Hazel just like feels sad because it just reminds her of like her like seven year old son that she had to leave in the Philippines. Um, So they." Oh, we can skip over this part. So, but and then the, the last thing here really is that Tariq. Girl, this is less than an hour. I know. Tariq tells, um, I don't know. We have more couples. Okay. This is just the last part for Tariq and Hazel. Um, Tariq tells Hazel that he texts their ex, Minty. Um, and Hazel's like not pleased about it. Um, but he does come clean and tell her that he did text uh their ex. Mincy.
1: Well, okay, let's also go a little bit into that relationship. So at one point, um, Hazel and Tariq end up like breaking up because he assumed, we had talked about this on our last episode, but um, he assumed that she had an abortion. And he wasn't anti-abortion. It was just that she didn't, like, talk to him about it before happening. But it ended up that that wasn't the case. So he started talking to Minty or Mindy or... It's spelt Minty. Mm -hmm. But he does say, like, Mindy or, like... Minnie. Minnie. He calls her multiple different names. So they end up, like, having this, like, weird, like not weird because it wasn't weird really. Like the idea of it is just that they have like a little like throuple thing happening because Hazel is by. but within like a couple of days, she realizes that Tariq and Minty are having, you know, like they're talking and tie to each other and they just seem very into each other and she doesn't feel comfortable with it. So she like breaks off the entire thing. Mm-hmm. So him contacting her is like a breach of their relationship contract you know i mean like they're it's not okay for him to just kind of like maintain this relationship with her even though um you know they were all together at one point hazel's not part of that and it, it does seem like he's kind of like going behind her back in my eyes it seems like he's kind of going behind her back. Um, He's just asking like, how is everything with COVID and how many cases are over there and just making sure that she's okay. But at the same time, and to me, I'm like, if, if that's all it was, then why wouldn't you just say to Hazel, you know, like, Hey, I like reached out to Minty and, and asked her like, is she okay? And, and how are things going? Yeah. You know, and, And if you have to hide something like that, then it feels like you're, you're hiding it on purpose. Yeah. You know, like not just, oh, I think you'd be upset because it's like, we could reach out to her together, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it just feels weird to me that he did that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, he could have just been doing it to be like nice or whatever, but considering that. It seemed like they had a very strong connection. Yeah. Without Hazel. Yeah. Then it would be weird to me as Hazel to be like, "Oh, you know, like, yeah, you're just having this conversation without talking to me about it." You know.
0: Yeah he he just shouldn't have he shouldn't have done it he just don't
1: should not have done it
0: yeah um okay Brandon and Julia um. So, I've got a lot to say about that. Yeah. Julia arrives to the farm um, at first. Uh, it seems to be like a happy little family. Um, little does she know that she's about to become real life Cinderella. Um <laughs> <laughs> She's given a bunch of chores on the farm. Like, she has to. It's a farm! She has to, like, feed the chickens. It's a farm! And she has to feed the pigs. There's a million things to do on the farm. She has to pick up shit. Like, she has to do all of this stuff. And, like, the first day that she's there, they, like, bitch about her being late to, like, feed the animals. I'm like, she's, like, what your servant? Like you're jet lagged, right? Not having, her job. Having
1: yeah, not my job, right? Right.
0: Uh, having to like farm, take on the responsibility
1: job. of all of the farm duties while you guys are just out doing whatever the fuck you're doing, whether you have jobs or not. Like right. you're used to going out and doing that shit yourself, right? So why are you forcing this woman to do it? It's so and she is. Weird. They're like it's almost like you have nothing else to do, so now you're gonna take on all the responsibility. And it's not fair. It's not okay. I am not for that. Mm -mm. I'm not trying to say that she shouldn't have any responsibility inside of the house that she's living in. But to give her literally all of it
0: isn't okay either. I mean, like, who knows really, like, how much work is to be done. But I just feel like. It seemed like a lot. You don't dump that on her. Like, that's not her responsibility. Like, that, no. Like, I could totally see, like, okay, you're staying here for free. You and the son, So, you guys have, like, shit you're going to need to help us out with. Sure. But, like, it shouldn't be, like, every day you're up at six o'clock feeding chickens. Like, give me a break. No, yeah, no, that's not that's 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 like above and beyond.
1: First of all, even if that was the case, it's not something that you put on somebody immediately following right coming back right because like I said she has to like deal with like her circadian rhythm yeah you know <laughs> whatever the fucking goggles yeah. she has to deal with like getting accustomed to waking up at this time yeah being awake and like going out and doing stuff she's not used to working on a farm <laughs> she's not used to like not being in a city you know
0: like This is hard. Her reactions to like the pigs. Oh my god, she's (laughs) like she's like screaming that the pig is gonna eat her. Girl, this (laughs)
1: poor girl. She was just thrown (laughs) into something that she's never done before. And (laughs) they should have like at least not not just done it with her one time. They should have done it with her for a week. Get her used to like or
0: up at that. Like, time. how about you say, like, "Hey, are you
1: willing to do? Are this? you willing to
0: do this? <laughs> nope. or how can you pitch in? Right? Uh, is hey, there something you right. can do? To you help vacuum us? the house, do the dishes, and cook us dinner, like right. once in a while." Or every fucking
1: night, I don't care. Right. But, but like, the point is that you're literally yeah. just going, like, okay, now you're, like, our farmhand. Yeah. Hour. And it seems like they all just leave to go to their other jobs. And then it's, like, it's how, how were they doing it before, before she got right. there? Yeah.
0: That's what I want to know. Um... Oh, excuse me. So, um, after her first day, she like tells Brandon, like, I want to go home already. And I said, don't blame me, girl. Um, but Brandon's hoping like things will turn around and that she'll like fall in love with working on the farm. Right. Um, they go out to dinner with pop pop Joe, which is Brandon's grandpa. Pop pop Joe. He's so cute. He's so cute. Um, He's, like, dressed all dapper, like, in a suit. I love him. Um, He says he has some concerns about Julia maybe using Brandon because he has, like, that antiquated uh, perspective that, that like, Russian women are coming here to, like, use American men. And I'm like, okay. Like, I'm sure she'd rather be in Russia than working on the farm. Absolutely. (laughs) Who wouldn't? I mean, I'd rather work on the farm. (laughs) I'd rather be in Russia. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Our freaking podcast is gonna be like flagged. All right. Um <laughs> so Shut the
1: fuck up. That's hilarious.
0: Brandon's mom um at dinner points out that like Julia has hickeys on her neck. And it's totally unnecessary. And she like berates them like they're teenagers. And And, it's like. In all
1: honesty, when they showed it, I was like, I didn't even notice that.
0: I know. I did not even notice that. And like to bring it up at dinner, like just ignore it. Yeah. if you don't like it just fucking ignore bring it bring it up at home they are like 27 years old bring it up at home but even so it's not your business yeah it's none
1: of your business exactly i absolutely agree with you but if you are gonna bring it up then maybe don't bring it up at dinner with fucking pop pop joe but then pop pop joe is.
0: was like <laughs> pop pop joe was like if i had a young woman like that i'd do doing it. Do. exactly <laughs> and then he's like stop Stop uh embarrassing yeah, your son. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Oh,
1: we have to." Though they were like, no, "It's bullshit. He it's needs to grow up. up."
0: I'm like, "What?" Because he gave his girlfriend a hickey. That means he's, he's 27 years old. Like... He's 27, oh, and I was God. like, "He's it." So what
1: if he's right. 27? At 27 years old, if you had somebody come from like across the world to come and be with you, and she's only been here for a week, maybe two, I would be doing everything I
0: could. To have alone time with her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or him. So um they share at dinner that they picked May 9th for a wedding day, and Betty loses her shit because it's Mother's Day weekend. I literally hate this bitch. And she's like, it's just not a good weekend. And Ron is like, Yeah, you don't want to share your day with their day. Like And they're like, Mother's Day is a big deal in America. And I'm like, okay, like you go, it's really not. You go to brunch and like get your mom flowers. Maybe. Like. Maybe. A lot of people didn't even do that. Right. Like, so, and like. Chill. Right. Like, and like Mother's Day is not on the same day every year. So, like, did you already look it up to know that Mother's Day was on May 9th? And they have a good reason for wanting it on May 9th. That was like the day that they started talking. And he said to her, the first thing he said to her was, you look like my future wife. And I was like, okay, that's cute. That's why they want me tonight. Yeah. I
1: actually really liked that. And I was like, oh, that's a really great reason to have it at the same time. So if you're so upset about it, whatever the fuck her name is. If you're Betty, if you're so upset about it, Betty, then why was your son commenting on some shit on this girl's thing on Mother's Day weekend then? How about that? How would you just tell me that?
0: Mother's Day changes. Like exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. If you're so concerned about it, then why was it happening? Oh, because it's not the same every year. Oh. <laughs> then maybe you shouldn't be worried about it because this year it is. You know what I mean? Like, no, fuck you, dude. I hate, I hate his parents. Yeah. I, I hate them. I, hate I literally yeah. hate
0: them. And I don't, normally say that so Brandon basically tells his parents that he doesn't care he's like I don't care like this is what Julia wants the one and only time yeah. that he ever like, stands, stands up, up to them Yeah. so then oh my god so then there's the hot tub debacle so Betty and Ron leave like for an overnight to go somewhere and Julia and Brandon go in the hot tub and we can assume that they probably had sex in the hot tub So when they get out of the hot tub, they, like, didn't put the cover back on right, which it was, like, totally on. It was, like, covering. It was, like, the little flap was was just, like, turned underneath. And then, so when Betty gets home, or, yeah, when Betty gets home, she's, like, we need to have a talk. Follow me. And, like, they go out to the hot tub, and she's, like, well, you see, like, the cover? You left the cover like this? And then, like, she's, like, Ann, did you go in this hot tub with clothes on? Because the water is a little cloudy. And then she's like, we use this hot tub for therapy, not for entertainment. She's just like, like. So extra. Anything. All the time. Treat them like they're 12 years old. That's what she's going to do. It seems like the two of them, because even the dad is very
1: like. Yeah. Condescending. Rude. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. He's just awful. They're both awful. And it's like, okay. So, and then she actually brings up a good point where she goes. Um, so we can't sleep in the same room, but we have to go in the hot tub naked together. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point. Why the fuck are you letting them do that? But you won't let them sleep in the same room together. They're engaged. They're 27 years old. Yeah. They're trying to like. Get ready for their marriage, yeah. And they know that they're gonna have to stay with his parents for an exceptionally long period of time because he needs to save up enough money.
0: And then basically, like his parents are bitching that like Brandon is like slacking in his duties around the farm because of Julia. And like the thing is, is, like Julia makes this point: is like you can't you can't spend time with me in the morning. Then you go to work and then you come home and then you do more chores on the farm. So when do I get to spend time with you? Yeah. Because like these 90 days are like dedicated to like basically decide if this is gonna whether or not it's gonna work. And and should we do this? They can't, they have no alone time. And now he has to dedicate all of his time to helping his parents on the farm. I'm like, it's just like incredibly selfish of his parents to just put that on them during this time. Like, let them figure their shit out right now. And like, just they're awful. Like, let they're them truly just, like, awful. Exist as a couple, right? Like, For let them one second spend time together. Like, it doesn't have to. Like, this is your farm, and it doesn't seem like Brandon. Because he said, like, Ron said to Brandon, like, this is all going to be yours one day. And I'm like, it doesn't seem like he wants it. Like, uh, I actually, I feel like there was even a point in time,
1: um, in like the asides that they do where it was like him saying like, I don't want that. Yeah. Like this is something that they want us to do. But in reality, we want to like go on to do something else, and, which like, is fine. What are
0: his, what is his parents going to do when they like move out on their own? Like then, then why are you going to hire help? Like, what is your plan? No, I think that they like
1: plan on just letting them like take over and they just like kind of pull aside. And that's not cool either because like, you're not even asking your son. Clearly they haven't asked or, or they have asked their son and he's so much of a fucking pussy that he can't actually say what he wants. He can't tell his parents, I don't want to be living at the farm. Yeah. But no,
0: what I'm saying is like, Julia and Brandon are going to move out one day. What are they going to do when they move out? Yeah. That's like, what are they going to hire help? Like, or do they expect Brandon and Julia to leave their home every day at the ass crack of dawn and come do chores on this farm? Right. Like I don't know because I feel like that's what they, they do want is that he's going
1: so to just like leave and do that and that's, that's not okay either. No, that's like freaking
0: bizarre. What is wrong with these people? I don't know. A lot. A lot is wrong with them. They are like literally everything the is worst. wrong with them. <laughs> and you know, you know what else makes them like exceptionally awful is that they're awful, but they try to like disguise it as like they're nice. And it's like passive aggressive and it's weird and it's like it's like wolves in sheep clothes. Like they're just deceiving and they're like not nice people. Anyways, don't like them. Not fans of them if you You're couldn't tell. Like so um the final freaking couple is Natalie, who <sighs> if you thought Brandon's Hate. parents were bad, she is Hate the her. absolute worst. Hate. Her. And Mike. Um, so Natalie and Mike, her first day at Mike's, she washes the eggs before they make them, which is like not an American thing to do. So no. I thought that was very interesting. Um, he decides to make her French toast for breakfast. Um, she takes one bite and... Doesn't want the French toast. It's not healthy. She doesn't like it. So she goes and she starts peeling a freaking carrot for breakfast. I hate her. Um, Who doesn't like French toast? Right. And like, I'm sorry, splurge, bitch. Like, oh my God, I can't stand her. She complains about literally everything like anything there is to complain about she complains about like it's too cold I'm in the woods there's nothing to do here I'm cold I'm cold I'm cold like how are you beater. so
1: cold though I'm like legitimately curious how she's so cold because I, I feel like Ukraine is
0: okay so Ukraine cold. is like on the same uh parallel as where they are in Seattle I know in like so yeah freaking Ukraine is cold so I don't understand what her problem is she's just like bitching about everything so Mike takes Natalie to another nice getaway um she bitches about him eating meat um while she orders scallops she wants him to be a vegetarian and then, like, berates him when his meat is, like, delivered to the table, which is, like, a delicious steak. And she's, like, oh. It looks, it's a tomahawk. She's It like, looks amazing. Her poor, or, it's like, a poor animal had to, like, die for this. And I'm, like, okay, but you're eating scallops. Listen, if you want to say that you're pescatarian,
1: which means that you eat fish and seafood, fine. But she does not identify as being a pescatarian. No. She says she's. Vegetarian. Yeah, if you're vegetarian, then clearly you don't eat any kind of meat, right? And that is technically meat. Scalops that's an animal. Meat. That's yes. that's something that happens. Yeah. So it's so irritating every time that she talks about anything ever. I
0: fucking hate her. I hate her. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do. She's the worst. Sorry, but I do. So she's like, yeah, she's condescending and awful. She berates him for eating meat. Um, so they go to this waterfall in Washington. It looks really pretty. Natalie's behavior is weird at the waterfall. Like she, they're looking down at the waterfall and she says, Mike, like me up, me up, up, me up, up." like a toddler. So he picks her up and puts her on her shoulders so she could take a picture. It's really bizarre behavior. I don't like it. It's really freaking weird. Don't act like a baby when you're not a baby. (laughs) <laughs> like I don't like it yeah you're right like just I don't. it's fucking <laughs> it's weird just funny though. it's so weird so um then they go out to dinner again and she um brings up picking a wedding date and Mike really isn't into it and this is like taking her off you can tell like this is really making her mad um she berates him again for ordering something with meat um and then at the end of their meal, he orders that a, a root beer float for her to try because she's never had a root beer float. And then she thinks that <laughs> she thinks that it's alcohol because the word beer is the it word is root beer. beer is in it. Exactly. And she's like, Michael, if this is an alcohol, I'm like, okay, like he's like tricking you into drinking beer. Why would he do that? Like. Herself. It's of so all, yeah, that's
1: that's crazy that so anyone stupid. would even think that, like, people can, like, trick you into that or that, like, a bartender would be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, like, tell you it's not alcoholic when really it is. Yeah. Like, no,
0: it's weird. So um then we see Natalie, like, in her day-to-day life, she can't, like, operate a washer and dryer because of bleach. And then she complains <laughs> that... She complains that, like, Absolutely. none of her friends would ever be out in the woods like this because she can't operate the washer and dryer. I don't know her. Right. Dude, she's awful. So, she complains about everything. She hates her life in the mm-hmm. woods. Um, She's, like, looking for the ring that she threw at Mike when he left um, Ukraine last time because she wants it back. Um, but she can't find it. Um. Side note, she put a huge glass cross and a picture of (laughs) the Virgin Mary Mary, on top of their refrigerator. So that was cute. That was the thing that they did. Um, (laughs) So like the final thing that happens is Mike comes home and... They're making dinner in the kitchen, and he's making like a stir fry. And she's like, "No, that's not healthy. Like, I don't want it fried." And he's like, "Okay, well, I'll just do it in like water instead of."
1: He's like, "It's not fried. Right. It's just called stir sure fry. fry. Right. Just
0: like the root beer float. Right. It's not beer. Yeah, right, right, right." So because she like has been making comments about his wheat, which is like super shitty, um and he's just like after she like berates him so many times he like sits down and you can just tell like he's like defeated like he wanted a beer after work she berates him for wanting a beer um berates him for wanting to eat a stir fry like she's just like the epitome of awful um so then she so then she brings up the ring and then he's she's like i couldn't find it anywhere and he's like, Well, I had to sell it to like pay the bills. But he says it like jokingly. And yeah. She says, If
1: I, I couldn't find it. And then he said, Well, you won't be able to find it. And she said, Well, then you sold it. Yeah. And he goes, Well, I had to pay the bills somehow. Yeah. And it's clear that he actually did not sell I, I don't think that it's he a sold joke. It. It's uh, a joke. Yeah. Right.
0: But she took it very personally. And this like pisses her off and turns her into like, The worst. bigger devil than she already is. Already. And she starts, like, saying weird things. Like, what's your IQ? Mine's pretty high. Mine's 110. And he's like, I don't know. I've never taken an IQ test. And she's like, you didn't take an IQ test in school? And I'm like, okay, IQ tests are, like, old. Like, we don't use IQ tests to, like, measure someone's Mm. intelligence. Like, it's not... It's not a very good in- indication of intelligence. Like, mm-hmm. she just sounds like an asshole. Like, she's trying she's, to say he's stupid. Right. She's trying to say he's stupid and that she's very smart, even though one time it's like, whatever. It's like a l- little bit above average, maybe. Like, yeah, I was about to say, bit. is one time even that high? No, it's not that high. It's like average, whatever. She's an asshole. And she just looks like an asshole. And then she's like, do you ever go to museums? And he's like, well, I've been to the Louvre. And she's like, because I took you there. So she's like, then now she's trying to act like she's more cultured than him. And, like, more of an intellectual than him. And it's, like, really bizarre to watch this all unfold. And then um, he, like... What does he say? He says something, and she's like, "Oh, I'm scared of you, you drunk, low class." Oh, she calls him low class. She calls him low class. She she goes low class, and then they continue
1: on with that, and she well, kind of like insinuating it multiple times. She says low class multiple times. Yeah,
0: that he's low class, and and he challenges her and is like, "Who are you?" Like. You think you're on a pedestal or something like who are you like what what makes you like better than anyone else. And he's absolutely right. Absolutely. And um, yeah. And then after he like kind of like argues with her she says she's like scared of a low class drunk man. And he tries
1: to like come near her and she's like, don't touch me. I'm scared of you. Yeah. Like,
0: don't you're scared of him. Cause he's of drunk. What? Cause he had one beer. Right. Like she's just the worst. Like God, Brandon's parents and her, like they would all probably get along. Actually. She would probably like living on the farm. They're probably best friends. Probably already. Best friends. Already yeah. best friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Already best <laughs> friends for sure. Uh, the three worst people of all time. Yeah. Um, That kind of, like, brings things to an end. Like, we don't have any more. And, um... Okay,
1: I am going to backtrack for, like, two seconds because it reminded me of something. And that was during Stephanie. She had her friend come over to her house who is a fucking tarot reader. And the tarot reader is sitting so there talking about um, I can't remember what card it was, but it was she, the chariot. Yeah, it was the chariot. And she goes, Oh, it's obviously, you know, this versus this, or so she says that um he has another woman
0: around. She says the only way to read this card is that he has like another woman in his life. I looked it up, and that's not true.
1: I looked it up, and everyone, everyone <laughs> is sitting there saying She made that shit up because that is not what the chariot means. Yeah. And so I thought that that was really interesting that it was like TLC, you know, was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like tell us about his other woman and like use this card to say that. Yeah. And all these tarot readers from everywhere. And I thought for sure that there would be like a, like a difference in like the readers. Yeah literally all of them are like no no not yeah, yeah. not what that means and yeah. I was like oh okay well I guess okay mm-hmm. I guess that's what that is so I just had to like side note into that because I thought that that was like pretty interesting too that like you know sometimes you can catch like TLC trying to do something sometimes you can catch like people that are on the show trying to do something and this was a very obvious moment where she was trying to say to her friend without saying to her friend that I think that There's you're another not, woman. Yeah, I yeah. think you're not ready for this. Yeah. Um I just want to bring that up because it's actually kind of like a big moment with him where he says that he doesn't really like tarot readers and he doesn't really like psychics. And she is clearly looking at her friend all pissed off. Yeah, and you know, like literally one eye down. Yeah, um, and I just thought that that was interesting as well. Yeah. So other sure. than that, I feel like we kind of touched on everything. We got through did we got pretty
0: quick. We did dude. it was
1: like less. It was yeah. like an hour. So, uh, an hour for five episodes. In reality, we take two hours to do one episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> you should like give us a like and a and a and a share for that.
0: Um, that alone. Yes, and if you would like to join us next week, we're covering Night Stalker. Yeah, so please go watch it and comment and talk on us Netflix about bro. it. Yes, it's on Netflix. It's only, I believe, like three episodes, so it's not, it's not super long. You can definitely binge it this week. Four. Yeah.
1: If you want to watch something with us, that's what we're watching next. We would love to have you guys come on, comment, like, give share, us your give us some opinions. Yeah, we would love to have that. And Documentary Dave is going to be joining
0: us because we love him so much. <laughs>
1: so
0: there's that. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for joining us and we'll see you next Thanks Friday. So much. Okay, bye. bye.